Welcome to the Mo Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm going to take you fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Brought to you by Ring Power, Stackham Storage, Boat Trailer Storage, and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Here's Captain Kevin Faber and Captain Scott Shank. Northeast winds, 5 to 10, uh, but actually... Because a couple of days in northeast, the seas are going to be up. They're going to be running three to five feet. Um, and then right back to west winds, five to ten on Monday for the old holiday seekers. So it's going to be two to three on Monday, which, Ricky, if it, you know, pretty much going to have to wait and probably have to go fishing on Monday. Yeah. This week, this, this, uh. Looks like the weather's going to be nice all week next week. Yeah, this, 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 uh. This uh, weekend kind of sort of is going to be out for those that want to get offshore. But what it will mean is the kickoff to the mullet run. We always wait for the first nor'easter in, in September. And here it is right here in the first week. So this should start the mullet run, which, you know, could be everything from your little finger mullet to, you know, 10-inch long mullet that the tarpon like. Um, they'll start coming down the beach. Um, like I say, it usually starts in the Carolinas. So with a three-day northeast blow, um, fish traveling, you know, we'll start seeing them down here Sunday or Monday. You'll start seeing better waves, we'll call them, of fish coming. Uh, but it'll definitely, uh, this will definitely, by all means, kick it off. What, um, what the water look like the Water was it, it, like we we it, it was kingfish green. Yeah. It wasn't pretty. I mean, you know, um, we'll talk about we'll talk about my day today. Um, uh, it's been a it's been an interesting week. Um, the uh, I fished Monday and Tuesday. Actually, I filmed a TV show Monday and Tuesday uh, for uh, a TV show called Nuts and Bolts of Fishing. It's based on Fox Network and. Um, we spent two days, um, one day in the river and then one day offshore, um, and uh, got some really pretty thing. Got some great pictures. Caught some decent flounders on on Monday, and some. I don't really want to call them bull reds because they're not bull reds. They're thirty two inch fish. That's not a bull red in my books. Bull reds are thirty pounds. He was twelve. You know, um, went out offshore on Tuesday. And uh, caught kingfish. We did have a sail hooked up. Um, caught some cobias. Um, I fished up to the northeast, and uh, uh, the ocean was gorgeous. Then pretty much Wednesday, we shut down. The guys that did go lasted about an hour and a half, two hours, and we'll hear that from Captain Leon Dana. Um, and then here came the rains, and then the rains pretty much stayed with us till. Four or five o'clock in the afternoon. So I mean, everybody got in a couple hours in the morning. If they did, I didn't. I canceled. Um, just knew what it was going to be, and I wasn't going to do it. Um, and then today, uh, <laughs> I had our good friends with Mo Southwest Grill. Uh, I had Greg, Steve, and Brad, and uh, started the day on the beach. Bait was not a problem, okay? It was uh, it was south of the inlet right there, just out of St. Augustine, folks. There's this green can buoy that floated away from the inlet line, 
and they're about 100 yards south of that, 10 feet of water. Um, they were I don't I'm not going to call it scattered, but the but the flips were confined. But then you'd see one flip and you go, "Okay, I'd throw on that." And you catch three or four, but then all of a sudden there'd be four flips in a row and I I mean the net just floated. It was like, "Okay, now we can go fit, you know, we're done." So I did. I mean, I threw twice and had all the bait I needed. I chummed all day. Um so my thoughts was we had a west southwest real light this morning and knew that the ocean had a little bit of leftovers from last night's because it it blew pretty hard last you know all the way through up until about nine o'clock last night it was it was blowing pretty good and i said well let's just start out here on the beach so anyhow there was there was four of us and um old neighbor joe that man's got a horseshoe when it comes to beach fishing i mean he literally i think got out two lines setting out the third and Vroom takes off, and I went yes, okay, well, good sign. There's there's a kingfish here. Um, so anyhow, I'm trolling around him, and just offshore me, a hundred yards, Captain Rob Bennett. Vroom takes off. I said okay, well, they're here. They're here. I'm in the area, so yeah. weren't big fish, you know, eighteen twenty pounders, just solid beach fish. Um, so we trolled around a little bit longer. The only bite I I caught a shark. And uh, Captain Steve Cascio caught a shark, and then it just kind of went to nothing. But when I tell you conditions, the water temperature was 79.6, so it was okay. I didn't have a problem with that. Um, the water could have di- could have been a little bit cleaner. That would pro- On a scale of 1 to 10, kingfish water, water was maybe a 6, okay? It was it was it was better than dirty. It wasn't it wasn't dirty, but it was kingfish green. Um, the bait, Ricky. Oh my gosh, my screen never. I, I never saw a blank screen. I mean, huge, huge pods of glass minnows or whatever. Bonitas were all over the top of the water. There was a lot of bonitas out there today. Not little bonitas either. I mean, good. I mean, good ones. I mean, I was actually hoping I could get catch one or two of them. Yeah. But they were all over the top of the water. Um, there was a couple shrimp boats dragging. Um, but going back to where we're talking about the mullet run and tarpon season to come in, that bait is still not gathered up enough. There was enough bait. Good gosh. To, I mean, there was 30 or 40 pelicans hitting the water at any given time from that green channel marker to the pier, what I could see in that. 300 yard stretch or 400 yard stretch and you fished to the north right and i fished to the north so you did you well, see any bait up that way huh yeah, that i there's a there was a there was a lot of bait when i came back home this afternoon you. at 12 um i ran the beach coming back home but again it wasn't black you you had to look for it you did it wasn't yeah. like oh my god look you know when it's a big this big old ball there was none yeah. there was none of that to where you know, um, I would be comfortable tarpon fishing. I know Kevin tarpon fished Monday and Tuesday. Um, he had a five-hour day and then a full day. And I think he only, he put one in the air, I think, on Monday. And I think on on the full day, he only could uh, – I think he only caught two sharks or something like that. And – um tarpon fishing's tough when, no, no, when but no that's ball. what people got and people you know when they 
book for tarpon trips just like mine did for tomorrow. And I was straight up with him. I said, look, you gave me three things you wanted to fish for. One was tarpon, one was a kingfish, and the third one was a snook. I said, well, I can tell you right now, the way the wind's going to be on a bay boat, the kingfish and the tarpon thing, kingfish is, is definitely not going to happen. That's 100% not going to happen. I said, the tarpon thing, we haven't had enough bait and flux into or and around the jetties. You know, I mean, it's a sporadic fish here or there. I'm yeah. not saying, just like I told him, I'm not saying I'm not going to tarpon fish tomorrow. We are. But if I don't see a little bit of bait coming down those jetties or anything like that, whether it's the north side or the south side, they're, they're, they are in the river. The funny thing is, if you get way up the river, yep. you could, I mean, you could fish for them. But with that being said, fishing them, when you fish in the river, it's a total different way of fishing. Yeah. You're fishing sinkers. You're fishing your baits on the bottom. You're not fishing baits on top. I, I talked to Captain Chip Wingo earlier in the week, and he was catching them pretty good. Yep, smaller he's, size. He's, he's catching. The, yeah, he's he's up. He's up way in the back, and we'll and we'll talk to Chip about that. But no, I mean you're you're fifty to hundred pounders are all up North River, but it's a it's a different fishery. Um, you fish them um, with like three or four ounces of lead. And either you can either use them as a breakaway, where once they jump, they throw it, so you don't mm-hmm. you don't have that all swinging and all that kind of stuff. Or you can use like a, a bell sinker or or a uh, pyramid or something like that to where you have a snap, a sliding snap swivel on your line. So once that fish gets close, you can unsnap it. You know, and then just go to fighting them. But it's just, it's always so dangerous watching a big fish like that come up out of the air and stuff like that, slinging, slinging lead. Because it's going to, you know, if he does throw a hook, it's coming back at you. But So how long would you say after the mullet run starts before, like, the bull red action and the tarpon action really picks up? The bull up? reds actually slowed down this week. And, again, we're calling them bull reds. But, I mean, there are there are some 20, 25-pound yeah, fish. Overslot. Overslots. We'll call them overslots because there's, there's enough in there, too, that you can you can catch you enough legal fish, 26, 27s, around the bridges right now. But it actually weaned off a little bit. Um, it was it, – Monday was pretty good. I fished them on Monday. I caught nine in a relatively short period of time on live pogies. Um, uh, Tuesday, um, we went offshore, messed around. I gave it a few minutes on the way back to the marina and tried them, and I only got one bite. I fished two days this week around the bridges with mullet. I didn't have any pogies, but I, with finger mullet and zilch, I got no bites. Mm-hmm. But nobody was nobody. But else nobody did really was like. Yeah. And it. The funny thing is, you should say that because it all mattered on tides. Yeah, I wanted to do something. I want to do my other stuff on Monday first, and then Leon calls me and goes, "Dude, you need you just you got to come back here." I go, well, "Man, I'm trying to shoot a flounder show." Right? He said, "Man." If you want to catch them, they're biting right now. And Leon had doubles on when I pulled up. And damned if when the tide changed, 
They shut off. So what was it? I think it was Saturday. He caught nine fish right there. Now, I fished that next tide, the same tide the next day, and nothing. And nothing. And it's just been on tide changes. Same piling. Mm-hmm. Same. We were fishing yep. the same spot. Yep. And I mean, it just it was that way. And Leon and I both caught them on on Monday. Um, but it Monday, just yeah. it was it was an outgoing tide bite, and it was like, oh man, you're ruining what I you know. I mean, I had, yeah. We all have game plans when we leave the dock, whether it go whether it's an offshore game plan or an inshore game plan, and yeah. um, but anyhow, I had getting back. I had uh, I had Mo's Southwest Grill with me today, and and man, that beach bite and you, it can be really good, and it can be like crickets. And it was like, man, I trolled yeah. in here for an hour and about twenty minutes, and you know, two mackerels were caught, a couple sharks were caught, and I I went, man. Uh, what am I going to do? So anyhow, I'm listening to offshore boats, and they're not doing much either. I mean, a fish here, fish there. They're not doing much. By and offshore, you mean like weather ten buoy. miles? Yeah, yeah weather buoy area. Um, there was a ringleader was out there. Captain Al was out there. Uh, Chris was out there. Um, Several boats. There was enough boats out there, and yeah. I went, "Oh man!" Anyhow, I I just I, in the back of my mind, I had you know conscious like. These guys do us really great for the show. I gotta, I gotta find a dang fish, and I'm listening to these guys. I'm going, oh, I made a really long run, which you know is a really long run, and uh, found them. Thank goodness. So you know, we ended up the day caught some, caught some kingfish and caught some really big Spanish, and 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 pulled the day out. But it by no means was it on fire. Everybody, you know. Was struggling. I mean, they, you know, a lot of one and two fish came home. Um, I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones. I made a long run and, and we got what we needed, but, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't that easy. You know, there wasn't that much bait there like there's been. Um, I did not mark that much holding them. Um, so the offshore, you know, it was, it was 70. 78 it was a degree colder out there 78 six out there something like that but again not the water that we've had up there which has been crystal clear bahama baby blue stuff it was still it was just like the beach too it was kingfish green it was dirty i was down in uh, cape canaveral today the boat was getting worked on and i was just meandering about wasting time while they were working on the boat and the water is crystal clear down there inshore. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not that far south of no, us. No, no, no. And I'm sure the break. Kevin, I know he went to Matanzas on Monday because we've been talking about it. And nobody's made that run. He made he made the run down there, and that's he he found one patch of bait and jumped one fish down there. But even he he was so excited to go down there because we had a low tide, and he was going to go down there and fish the tide line and stuff first, and uh, it just it wasn't there. Yeah. So, all right, folks. Listen to the Moe's Southwest Grill. Captain Ricky Papour, Captain Scott Shank. Be right back. The Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Brought to you by Ring Power. Stackham Storage. Boat Trailer Storage. And Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Ricky Papour, sitting in with Captain Scott Shank. Finally back. And I think we got Leon Dana on the phone. 
That we do, my there friend. There he is. What's up, Leon? <laughs> Boy, shaking bacon. Hello. <laughs> How are you? That's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I'm glad to be back. Gosh, that was... God, to be stuck for 10 days just stinks. Yeah, it happens. It happens. So, yeah, we've uh, we've been catching some fish here and there, boys. It's just you know, you just got to keep sludging through, and yep. hopefully this week, when this wind kicks up just a little bit, maybe it'll stir things up, get things going just a little bit. Because uh, you know, I was down in the valley this afternoon, uh, getting the boat done and worked on, and a couple boys came back up in the valley talking to me, talking about all the tarpon they was you know rolling up in the valley around the Pine Island area. You know, like well, when that. Mullet kicks off. I got a pretty good feeling. I know where they're going to end up. At, yep. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that for sure. They're Me just kind of hard to catch when they're up there. I've never you been able what? to. I've never been able to catch them up there when they're doing that. Neither have I, Scotty. I, and I've fished that area for yep. What 15 years? Every bit and of it. And there's, I have, there's no way. I just can't. You know, like what we had talked about before. You know, down around 38, 42. That's you know, different. That's different. You fish all the baits on the bottom. But you're going to catch a lot of sharks, but, you know, and I mean big sharks too, not little ones. And by the way, yeah, I'm about to say, for those who don't know, you bring a kid out there, anchor up, and you want him to tug on something big. Just yep. put something down there and you watch what happens. Yep. yep. It's not going to take long. Yep. Nope. 100% agree. But, there are some you know, toothy critters. You could see it, Leon. You could see the inshore fishing, you know, as in it's. Getting a little bit better, but yes. with with it being said, once this little three day in nor'easter gets moving, I really feel as though the bait's going to start moving, and because I have not yet seen enough finger mullet for me like pushing down the shoreline. You see little schools, but what I'm telling little you, schools, like I, I'm 20, telling 30, you, I want it to yeah. throw the net one time, and you go, uh oh, you know. Tuesday night, I had a thick catching bait. It was tough, really? tough, tough. Yeah. Now that that's finger mullet. I was only trying to catch finger mullet. I talked to Leon Wednesday. I was, was gonna like, say because well, you you're fishing his stuff. You're gonna get you know don't you gonna get in trouble right there. You, yeah, <laughs> you're you're fishing Leon's dock right there. <laughs> oh hell no, it's everyone. You oh know I know, I ain't that the truth? That one's a community <laughs> one for sure. <laughs> But yeah, the mullet were not schooled up, like you said. There's just like a, a single here, single uh, maybe three or eight or ten, here. or maybe twenty at best. Oh, I, I mean, love to see eight or ten. You know, no, I haven't seen the waves yet. But this, this right here, will start it off. Yep, I think you're right, Scotty. I think we'll get a small push from it. Yep, I think you're right. It's usually uh, September the tenth. This is going to be the first little wave, but this is going to be somewhat local fish. Okay. Yes. This is going to be your local wave. You know, Mayport-ish kind of stuff like that. Um, the biggest push you'll see is usually always after September the 10th. When we start having the flood high tides, they wash them out, it washes them out of the grass, literally, yep. and moves right. them. And that usually starts about the 10th of September. Did I mention to you last week uh, I was throwing the cast net catching pogies uh, underneath the uh, 210 bridge and in the net? I was also catching decent-sized bait shrimp also. Yep. That's um, that's uh, you know, I think this is the first year that we haven't been hit by, you know what I'm saying, the yep. rain that pushes the shrimp out. Yep. A couple of captains uh, had the day off today. They went, uh, they went just south of you, right there. Yeah, right. You know where I'm talking about? Pine Island. Pine Island area. Yeah, uh-huh. Pine Island area. You got a couple of deep holes down there. Uh huh. And you know, 
I mean, they work, but they're a white shrimp, and I mean, they're 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 of decent size. You know, they're throwing five eighths and three quarter inch mesh. So, working for them, but you but, know, but getting them. You know, working. Yeah, yeah I mean, wasn't, they're, wasn't no, a no, 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 no. I mean, half, maybe three quarters of a bucket. You know, between three of them throwing. Right, you know, taking right. their time. You know, two might be thrown at a time or whatever. I mean, they just went up there to check them, and um, you know, did they get them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, that's uh, yep. in, t- in in years past. If there isn't a, a hurricane, tropical storm, something that you know they get just right coming out of that deep water mud, in those you know 16, 18 foot holes. Yeah, you can do quite well in that area. There's I, no I doubt mean, about you, that. I haven't done it in so daggum many years, but I mean, I. I Younger day, it was nothing to go up there. You can, you know, put the boat in the water after work at four thirty-five o'clock, and you come home with a bucket of shrimp, you know, before dark. I don't think yeah. St. John's is really on fire like down in my area, Palacas. Yeah, you haven't heard by much. Now we're in the peak of things. Yeah, here. I mean, they should be the right? legitimate yeah. fryers or whatever. Yeah. You know, they should be good shrimp. I haven't you know? heard anything. I haven't been after them myself either. But, okay, but, I got you. Well, I got a really good report for those that want to go down there because I seen some. Down oh, nice. at the one hundred, at the one, uh, not one hundred, but um, high bridge, high bridge, yep, nice one. Which one's the, oh the high bridge, the one yeah, in Daytona, yeah, yeah, Daytona oh, way shrimp, down there. yeah, nice shrimp too. I mean, oh, nice. my what I that that legitimately what I call fryers. I mean, they're a good shrimp. Well, tomorrow my game plan uh, launch seven thirty. Yep, gonna go back over to Salt Run. Yep, I've been doing pretty decent every day. You know, I mean, you just got to get just enough daylight out there, you know, to get those pogies to flick. They stop, too, once that sun comes up, too. Yeah. You At 7.15, it was over this morning. Oof, boy. Yep. Well, you got to go I first. Hang around. I hope they stick around just a little bit longer. I'm going to get some good pogies for tomorrow. Uh, got an outgoing tide. Yep. I'm going to hit a couple spots. Uh, I think I'm going to go look around the rocks. Uh, hopefully, uh, those tarpon will still be there. They're not the big ones, but they're the fun ones. Yeah, you know, I yeah. don't want any hundred pounders. I want no. those 60, 80, 80 pounders. Those are the ones I really want tomorrow. No. Drift some pogies, uh, some float rings, and some uh, slack lines. Then uh, I'm going to go back up. I'm going to fish the docks, uh, the deep water holes, yep. catch some uh, bull reds for the day. And uh, when that tide turns, I'm probably going to go over to the bridge lines and drift some uh, baits back in there to the shadows, see if we can pull some tarpon out of there. Because yep. I know they're there, by golly. I know yep. they're there. Because there's no jack showed up yet. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. The run... You know, the finger no, mullet run hasn't that. started yet. I was, last week, I was fishing the Bridge Alliance, and I was on light, I was using light rods, only 3,000 size rods, right. with, with four rod uh, Mewtwo light circle hooks, drifting pogies back in there. And I was hooking solid 8 to 10 pound jacks. They're always the there, pack. though, because they're, 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 those glass minnows and everything live underneath that dock. They're right, always they're, there. Not, they're not the jacks that come through in the hunting. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not talking about one, yeah. the bigger singles. Right, they're underneath there, and golly, are they a lot of fun oh, they're to a look. blast. Oh, they're yes, yeah. they're they're on both sides of the bridges on the incoming tide. Yeah. but it's yeah. just because you know the bait, you know the glass minnows and little baby pogies or whatever are all get around in and, that area. Get around, and I have seen a lot of mullet on that west bank. Uh, it was last this week mm-hmm. swimming around mm-hmm. as the tide slowed down. I did see that too. Yep. So. But I it's haven't promising. seen like all the flounders doing backflips on the main river yet. You know when oh, when, I got when the no, road no, no, starts. No, I, yes, you like know. last year when we were down down yonder together uh, when I had Mark and Mary that day. Right. Yes, I remember that. Yes. Right. 
Yeah. Where yeah you I go, okay, seen that look, either. You saw where he just did the double back? Throw right there. And he's going to eat you. Exactly. Water. So, no, absolutely right. No. It's no, close. it'll be a bull red tarpon day for me tomorrow. Yeah. Definitely. That's what I got tomorrow, too. I mean, I have one gentleman, which is – I never. Oh, nice. One. I got John and John tomorrow, so I look forward oh, to doing that. Yeah, I, I got, yeah. I got Austin tomorrow. And, um, I mean, he gives me the list kind of thing, and it was like kingfish – and I, when this forecast came out, Leon, it was 5 to 10 right. out of the Northeast. And I'm going, oh, hell yeah. I said, I'm in. You know, I mean, we can at least just beach fish all day long, you know, or not for the better part. You know, I don't have to make too much, you know, make a long run and blah, 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 blah. Well, anyhow, his checklist was kingfish, tarpon, and snook. And earlier in the week, I was going, yes, I got that. I got that. The snook. A little bit harder. Water's not. I mean, we're, they're catching them, but it's not, for me, it's not ideal snook conditions, okay? But there, there's some around, okay? But oh, now, they're there. Now the whole forecast changed. I was like, dang it. So I called him up today, and I said, look, I'm a straight-shooting captain. I'm not here, I'm not here to take your money. Either I can Venmo it back to you right now, and I appreciate it, and call me again next year, um, or... Here's what's going to happen. We're just going to go fishing. I carry yeah. all my rods, except for the kingfish rods. There's no way. It's four to six. I'm not going out there. So right. kingfish rods came off. You know, I left two tarpon rods on there and, and four inshore rods. And um, unfortunately, we don't have any shrimpies down here. So I'm going to throw the net in the morning and catch some finger mullets and stuff and then go from there. Well, I'll be honest. Um, I think that, geez, uh, as crazy as it sounds, you might want to just bring those kingfish rods and put them in the back of your truck. Just bring them. You think? Just in case. I do. I really do think that it is possible tomorrow morning. I really do. I'd bring them just for, just, just, you know, you can tell me to just bring them and then you can tell me, I told you so. I've got plenty of places to put them. It's just, it's not that. It's just, I don't care. You know, but I just, I just, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think you ought to bring them. I think you should bring them. Okay. I think you should. Just, just, just do it. Okay. Just do it. Okay. But you never know. Miss Kathy is mad right now because she has to do all this. She she loaded my boat while I was up here. (laughs) I told her to change gears. I said, this is what I need on the boat and plug it in for me and I'll be home around 730. So, Yeah. She might get a little upset with me, but oh well, I'll figure it out. I'll put two or three of my macaroons back. It don't matter. I'm not going to carry a downrigger and all that kind of junk. But I mean, I'll bring. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't. I don't know when this northeast is supposed to kick in. I can tell you when I came home at twelve thirty, it was starting to get stiff out of the west southwest. So that right, it's going it's to come around tomorrow, no doubt. That's but telling me the front's close. And actually, yeah, with all this close. rain we just had, that might be the front sliding down right now. So. How'd you boys like those pictures I was sending you yesterday of that that rainstorm? I'm like, Ooh. okay, it's time to go. Oh yeah, I like the ones before that better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those were better fish yeah. photos. Yeah, that yeah. was no awesome. doubt. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Thank you. Hey, always a pleasure, boys. Uh, I appreciate just gonna get you. Back to it. All right, I'll uh, see you in the morning, bright and early. All right, Leon, have a good night, man. All right, Missy says hi. All right. All right, I'll see you then. I'll see you in the morning. All right, boys. All right. Bye, Ricky. Bye, Scotty. Bye, buddy. Captain Leon Dana checking in as usual. All right, you're listening to Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast here on 1010XL 92.5. We'll be right back. 
This is the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power. Stackham Storage, Boat Trailer Storage, and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill. Here on 1010XL, 92.5, Captain Rick and Four, and me. Kevin's taking care of some family business, but the whole reason we have Chip Wingo, Captain Chip Wingo, on at this time is it's because of Fish Bites and Fish Bites Training Post. The whole reason. The whole reason. <laughs> That's the only reason that we let Chip chime in. What's up, Chip? Sounds good to me. <laughs> I'm really excited because they just came out with the six-inch curly tail. Dude, did you see that thing? Can you imagine I've for flounder fishing? I've got a bunch fishing? of them. See I them. I've got, got them, yet. brother. I haven't got them yet. i got to go by there. I know, yep. I know my boys will take care of me. i got to go by there and get me some. I want to flounder fish with them. I'm trying to... My next, my uh, next thing is flounder, jig head. flounder, bull red, tarpon, yep. huge jacks. I mean, it's game on. Nope. you know. I'm trying to trying to look. I'm probably gonna have it. I'm probably gonna have to just get a plain mold chip and get it get it milled myself. But I want to come up with a a two and a three ounce jig head that doesn't require like a seven aught hook in it. You know what I'm saying? That you could stay in that floundery you know, four and five all kind of hook kind of thing, you know. I got you. I don't want yeah. it to be a big old huge, you know, cobia kind of hook, you know. I don't I want I don't I'm, I want to really try that this year uh in in March and April and stuff for jigging flounders off the wrecks. Gotcha. So. Yeah, I'm excited because March end season starting. Yep. Mullet runs about to happen. Yep. Blood tide, tarpon. Yep. Everything. Oh, we're right there. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, don't you agree? I mean, we're going to get a 15 knot northeast for two days. Then we're going to, you know, it's going to back off just a little bit, maybe. But anyhow, we're definitely seeing three days of northeast winds. So um, it's not going to do much with the tides, though. We're still, you know, like today was only was a 3.5 and a 0.5. There wasn't much tidal movement at all. Um, of course, you know, what are we, a week after the full moon? Right in between? Yeah, I tell you what, though, Scotty, if you look at October, we have a ton of flood tides during October. I know. I know. So, I know. And that's know. when I'll be marshing, the, marshing hunting the most. And I guess I'm going to have to take Captain Ricky Papour out and get him to Heck yeah. help me get tuned up, let him shoot some birds while I pull around. I've been stocking up so. on shotgun shells. Oh, let me run the can. <laughs> let me run the let me run the tape another video recorder, please. Yeah. I've got hey Ricky, I've got a bucket full for, <laughs> for that season. So good deal. Yeah. It's so the much biggest, fun doing that though. I don't care who yeah. you are. It's so and much I've fun. I've got the perfect boat for it. I have that eight that uh eighteen foot beaver tail. Yep. Um a little skiff for that. And we'll pull around and get that, you know, get the flood grass. There's some five fours coming next week, um, but they're late, late, late in the evening. Yes. So, yep. you know, it's, and honestly, I'm waiting. My favorite time to go Marsden hunting is when we have a big nor'easter with a flood tide and it's rainy and blowing 20, 30 knots. Yep. Cause it's just wide open. Yep. You know, Yep. Nope. And uh, like last year when Big Bill and I went, I think it was last year yeah. uh, or the year before when it was, I mean, it was blowing 35 knots and raining sideways and we had a phenomenal day. <laughs> yeah, it was you, you two know? and Lee Bowman. Didn't Lee come with you yep. two? Absolutely. Yep. Do, do you so, use a duck um, chip or dog chip? 
for retrieving? Do you use a dog to retrieve the birds? Or? You? No, I don't. You got to bark every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> He'll point. You got to bark. <laughs> you got a dog. You can bring him. <laughs> yeah. I do I just, have. One. I, I kind of worry about some of the stuff that's in the grass. Yeah. For the dogs. The oysters. Um, yeah. You know, but um, I have a dog. It's a a twelve foot long net. You right. know. I got you. Um, but yeah, don't have I to feed that one too with, much either. You know, what's that? Don't have to feed that one much either. You know, it's no, nice thing. Don't I, have to you know. feed it much at all. You can uh, put it away and forget about it yeah, till next year. Yeah, yeah. So, pull it out and knock the dust off. Yeah. But um, no, that's going to be a lot of fun. And you know, it's it's Scotty. I heard you talking earlier about catching the tarpon in the river. Yeah. Um, the whole reason I got those downriggers was for that too. That and bull reds. Um, I have a buddy oh. that's been playing around with that. He's using a, a, a downrigger and dropping the baits down. Yeah, and uh, you know, letting them let them eat it, pop it out of the clip, yep. and then you know, yeah. coming tight with a circle hook. And, yep. No he was you know, he, Chip no was talking with it about it last year and this stuff, and he was messing around and and nothing, you know, kind of a new way of doing it. But yes, sounds like a great idea. I mean, to me. and and what's so funny is, I think Chip, I think you'll tend to agree. They don't really care if the bait's alive. Hmm. You know, yeah, they'll leave dead, dead baits off, dead the, bottom baits off sure. the bottom better because yeah. I, I think at least the way I used to do it, it, well, it was like we were all sure. You sat on the back of the boat with a pair of poultry shears and, you know, a five-gallon bucket of pogies or whatever, and you just trim the whole time you were sitting there. That's the problem you bring in a lot of sharks. Yeah. You know, yeah. even though you're chumming them up because that's all they're doing in there. You know, those, they do, but it's, they're feeding on those pokey schools and stuff up the river like that. That's what they're, that's what they're eating. They're eating those four and five inch long pokies and stuff that are all up and around, you know, Pine Island and all that area. There's one particular area we're talking about, which is, and out of St. Augustine is where everybody catches their big drum fish in the wintertime or in the springtime. But, um, I mean, I've caught plenty of hundred, over a hundred pound fish along that stretch, but it's it's a waiting game. I mean, it's just kind of like going drum. I mean, you might sit there for two or three hours and finally get a bite. I mean, mm-hmm. it's you're not going to put eight fish in the air there. You know, you get one or two bites, and hopefully they'll stay glued. Yeah. Well, you know, another thing I'm going to play around with this year, too, is with the downrigger, um, there's a gentleman out of Jacksonville that builds a uh, makes a device for releasing fish without bending them, and it's a loop with a weight on the bottom, and it goes through their their lip, and you drop it down, and once it gets to a certain depth, and they equalize the pressure, the fish just swims off. Yeah, you know because it's, okay. it's facing down. So I'm going to try to do that with the bull reds instead of bending them as much this year. Yeah, um, you know it's it's so much easier when you get that fish down in that deep water deep water quick and equalize them and i have one you know, big rod right there with a four pound or six pound can you know downrigger ball on it or whatever and yeah that's called a downrigger baby yeah. six, so. like six you're talking about for the releasing yeah yeah, I yeah. Like 16 ounce lead you well not when it's a 40 pound bull red uh yeah that you can use you can use a pound easy, a little bit more than a pound. It'll get him down Especially there. St. John's River. you got to understand, that current's flying through there. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the I only reason I'll use that. a big anchor, a big uh, downrigger ball for that. Plus, it won't hang up either. Right. Yeah. So, um, And you only have to get it down about 30 feet. Yes. 
and he'll equalize and come right off. So. That's way much. I mean that that whole configuration how they figured all that out and, and and built the equalizer and you know and other ones like that. That's so much better than the way we used to do it. You know, which was either by a needle, you know, or a point of a of a fillet knife. I mean, just so many bad things can happen. You know, Ricky, you you got a twenty pound snapper sitting there laying on the deck, but all of a sudden, as soon as you pop his air, it's like you know you just raise the dead. I mean, he is going ballistic. So he's either gonna get a knife on you, or you're gonna get the palms of your hands all cut up from his gill rakers because you're holding them down. I mean, it's just yes, the equalizer is way better. No injuries. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. I mean. I, this time of year, I get so fired up. It's starting to cool down. Yep. You feel the fall in the air with a little breeze, you know. And, you know, we complain so much in the late winter, early spring about wind. But right now, we're begging for it <laughs> when yeah. we're inshore. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny yeah. how we, you know, in March or whatever, bring on the 100 degrees. And, man, yeah. I was cleaning fish today at the dock. And let me tell you something. It was got warm. I drank a water and a G2. And it was like, dang, I'm still can't, you know, it was hot. Scotty is not going fishing in cold weather. Anything under about 50, you can forget it. No, you'll never see me. If, Leon, I, hey. I, I invited well, Chip him on used probably to. 20 Wahoo trips. Oh, yeah, no. Hell and no. Uh-uh. Every time. Uh-uh. I'm coming next time. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't mind get, the cold. No, see, I can't. Uh-uh. Unless that me boat either. has some kind of an adapter where I can hook a heating blanket up as you take me offshore. I'm in. Other than that, I'm out. Just no. get Kirk's, Kirk Waltz says that with the Walt jacket or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. With the yeah. little battery pack thingies in it or whatever. for Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I know the one you're talking about. I have not heard of this. Yeah. No, Kirk, if you, we call it Kirkism. If you ever need anything that you don't know if it's made, I'll give you Kirk's number because Kirk's got it. <laughs> Got it or heard so of it. So it's a heated jacket. Yes. Awesome. Yep. It's got a battery pack. It's got a battery up. pack in. It's almost like you, you know, almost like taking hot hands, <laughs> but it's all around your belly and I all like up it. on your shoulders. Yeah. Yep. He takes it when he goes to where where uh, North Dakota, or whatever. When he goes when he goes uh, pheasant hunting. Oh yeah. That's what he actually bought it for. Because there's sometimes you go up there and you don't, and it could be 65 degrees. You know, for them it's a scorcher. You know, or it could be 60 below, but the jacket serves both ways. Yeah. Hey, uh, um, Corey, Captain Corey Sparks did well today up in the river um, on uh, mangroves, 14, 16 inches. Really? They limited out really quick. Went looking around for some flounder. Didn't find as many flounders they were looking for. Yeah. Um, That's crazy but, uh, how dirty that water is, and you always picture mangrove snappers liking... Clean water. Clean water. Yeah. Yeah, but they get on that structure. You know how it is. They yep. get on structure and they're there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yep. and and they're pretty thick right now too. But yeah, it's it's time of year. It's time to go. Yep. If I think anything, I'm booking the October out pretty fast and looking forward to it. Yeah. So, now, when you're trying yeah. to do that, you're you're kind of telling the people they got to be open, right? As far as your casting blast goes. Oh yeah, it's definitely tidal. It's got to be a flood tide, you know. Um, and it could be at seven o'clock in the morning, and it could be at four o'clock in the afternoon. Right, and you, know, you just got to stand by. 
Be yeah. ready. Well, it's it's just a matter of if we get it to flood, and then I'll run down towards St. Augustine, and then I'll work my way back up. Right. So, or I'll go up. You know, I'll go up in north um, in those areas too. But I found so many good spots last year that you know I had no competition on the flats and loaded with birds. And I've been scouting for like the last three weeks and finding good pods of birds. Right. So, well, and you want to tell them too. That time of year, just like you said before, you got to carry a pair of frog dogs with you, and you got to carry yep. a sweatshirt with you. Because yep. I mean, the exactly what you said. The best shoots I've ever had are on the nastiest possible days. That you know, kind of like striper fishing in St. John's River. If it ain't blowing thirty and it ain't raining and it's not twenty eight degrees, you ain't gonna catch them. Yeah, that's what I they tell like. you. What as many fish as you guys clean. I'm going to have to let you try out that Bubba Blade uh, electric knife I have. I have never That's cleaned a fish with an electric knife. Unbelievable. Okay, I'm in. I mean, it's it's just unbelievable. We get four blades, two batteries, cordless. I mean, it's just it's crazy, Scotty. Oh, yeah. On the big-scaled fish, it makes a huge difference. I've never used one, but I've watched people on, like, the snappers and stuff. They're, yeah. It's fast. Red I'm drum, even... black drum. Yeah. Just no, I'm, uh... come right over the – you don't even go through the rib cage. You just come over the, the edge and then yeah. flip mm-hmm. it right off. So. I'm in. But, uh, I'll have to show it to you. It's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. So. Thanks, Chip. Great report. Bye, guys. For our All boys right. at Fish Bites Trading Post, I appreciate it. See you, yes, Chip. sir. You guys have a good night. You See too, you, man. We got one short segment coming back. You're listening to the most Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. 1010XL 92.5. Captain Ricky Papore, Captain Scott Shank. Be right back. The most Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Brought to you by Ring Power. Stackham Storage. Boat Trailer Storage. And Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the most Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Captain Ricky Report, Captain Scott Shank. Got a short little segment left to go here. Um, with the way that the winds are going to kind of blow this weekend, it's kind of going to be an inshore weekend, and it is the last big hurrah of summer, which is Labor Day weekend. So there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be out running around. The nice thing is, though, the way the tides fall this weekend, we'll say, Ricky, like tomorrow is out of St. Augustine is a 12.30 p.m. low. Yep. So all weekend long, you know, add 45 minutes or whatever, but, you know, you'll have afternoon low tides. So getting up, you know, those that want to fish, get up early, fish the falling tide, you know, and then when that gets done, you know, go hang out on the on the sands. And what about bait? I heard you on the phone earlier. Is is it bait available? No, there right now the um live for us out of San Augustine, the live shrimp truck had an issue, so he didn't deliver, which is a good and a bad thing. I I'm a big fan of carrying. A couple baits with me. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to say I need to sit there and buy 15 dozen shrimp when I got enough finger mullet running around the river. But with that being said, I would have liked to have three or four dozen shrimp for in the morning yeah. just to have, just to show something different. Um, I mean, it happened to me last week. I'm sitting there fishing live shrimp, live shrimp, live shrimp, pin a finger mullet on, whack, catch a nice redfish. You go, okay. And then did that again, caught another one. And it was just like, well, they didn't want, 
They didn't want shrimp. They wanted a finger mullet. And it could be so, backwards, too. Like 6 in the morning is going to be a high tide. It's kind of tough to catch finger mullet on a yeah, high. Yeah, I mean, lucky enough, we have Conk Island, you know, all on that stretch right there. I caught them there this morning. So they're there. I mean, the biggest thing is um, when they're not schooled up, like what we're talking about, like waves of them coming and they're these little pockets, is those low light conditions that can't see the net coming at them. So they're, yes. a little, they're a little bit easier to catch than at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Then you kind of you can't have the whole slap of the boat going on and then the shade of the net coming over their head. Now you got to get out of the boat, which I don't I don't get out of the boat. I mean, if I can't catch them by, by boat, then I don't catch them. So whatever. But anyhow, it's easier to catch them first thing in the morning. But thanks, Ricky. Well, actually, you just rode up here with me, so yeah. thanks <laughs> no, to me. No, thank you. Yeah, thank, no, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining me tonight i appreciate it very much and we will be back in saint augustine studios next week with captain kevin favor captain ricky before captain scott shank you've been listening to moe's southwest grill here on 1010 xl 19.5 see ya see ya